Hi, I'm Aaron Selbig. And I'm Dr. Amy Bessler. And we are... The Latchkey Latchkey Kids! Everybody! I'm Latchkey Kid number one. Dr. Amy is Latchkey Kid number two. Get out of here. Only by birth order, not by awesomeness. Well, Well, those those Eh. two things are Eh. tied together. (laughs) Right? Did mom never tell you about that? Um, Well... One thing that we're not delusional about, Aaron, is what the is awesomeness that? of this human being that we're going uh, to discuss today, people. I wish we could have gotten to Ooh. it a little earlier because uh, Paul Paul Rubens died a few uh, weeks ago. Yeah. Very, very unexpected. We'll we'll get to it. We'll in get the end, into but that. He, yeah. He had had cancer for a while, and he he didn't go public with it, so nobody other than his loved ones, people close to him, knew that he was sick. And so when he died, it was kind of whoa, he wasn't uh, that old. And uh, like, gosh. Um, I'm, anyway. And if you if you don't know who Paul Rubens is, and you're saying, Rubens, did he everyone. invent the Reuben sandwich? Who is that? Did he? People Wait a were it made a second. <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> I should uh-huh. just start inserting fun <laughs> facts that are completely <laughs> false. He invented the Reuben sandwich. <laughs> He's the subject uh, of the Kenny Rogers hit song, Reuben James. Most people don't know that, okay? <laughs> wow, obscure reference. Yeah. People, yeah. we're talking about Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee. Do the laugh. <laughs> is there an actor who is more identified Iconic with one, one character, character than people. Paul Rubens. I mean, oh, you can see him in your mind. Everyone, yes. you can see the suit, you can the see the red bow tie, the whole thing, the bicycle, the, hair, uh, the white uh, shoes. Uh, yes. What a yeah. delight, people. So, I mean, obviously, we're very sad because the world has lost an icon, a comic yeah. genius, Aaron. I mean, such a brilliant performer, such a unique individual. So how how did you feel, Aaron, when you heard the news of his passing? What memories well, came was, flooding back? It, it was kind of a surprise. I, you know, I weren't expect. I hadn't heard any news that Paul Rubens was ill, so I was surprised. But you, do you remember, Doctor Amy, way back to our episode where we talked about how our parents every summer would drop us off at YMCA day camp <laughs> the, in Mesa, the tor- Arizona. The torture test, the daily torture test like, of day it camp. It was like, if you're thinking, just a, imagine a, like North Korea <laughs> if it was like 50 degrees hotter. And that's basically yeah. what YMCA People day camp was People go like. back and listen to that episode. <laughs> it's, it explains a lot about Aaron they and would Dr. Sit Amy. Us in, we would literally would sit in the dirt outside yep. when it was 110 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> and they would just, we would sit there in the dirt, and that was part of the, our day. Like that a was large, part of the part day. Of that day. was a scheduled part of the right. day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the but there were some. Time. There anyway, were some fun. There things. were a few highlights. There were a few things that we used to do, and yep. one of them, and I think we talked about this, was occasionally there would be a movie day where they would oh. roll in the AV cart. Love you know, the AV cart roll in. I mean, wow. They'd turn the lights off and they you had couldn't a VHS hardly tape. see the movie because of yeah. the tiny television on the cart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> 150 crappy. kids. <laughs> we didn't have no 63 inch plasma screen, nothing. Nope. Back then. No projection but, screen. Nope. <laughs> I remember one time 
the movie was Pee Wee's Big Adventure, oh, and I hadn't seen it yet. I had God, hadn't people. seen it. And it, I mean, the entire group of kids went, went absolutely crazy. wild yep. for that movie. We were laughing our heads off. I think they had to stop the movie a couple of times <laughs> because we were laughing so hard and just Aww. having such an... I mean, that movie kicks off with... Do you remember uh, the whole alarm clock whole thing? With the chickens the cracking the, the eggs and everything? And, oh, my God. Uh, it, we'll when a movie that, starts people. like that, and Back to the Future starts starts yes, kind of like that, Yes, it does. Too. Very similar. When vibe. a movie starts with something like that, you know you are in, in for a for ride. a nonstop, fun-filled thrill yep. ride. That's and That's exactly, exactly right. So I, I thought of that movie, and we're going to get to the movie <laughs> among all of Paul Rubens' other accomplishments. But yep. b- b- before I say anything else, else about it, I want to say that Paul Rubens and his character, Pee Wee Herman was silly and funny and brave and mm. determined and altruistic and weird and just yes. absolutely 100% original. I mean, Pee-wee made it okay for us weird kids to be weird, at least for yeah. a little while. Aaron texted that... me that that <laughs> statement a few days ago, and I've been thinking about it ever since, and I've sh- I've shared it with other people. Probably, as you know, I gave, just didn't give Aaron credit. I'm like, you know, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh, okay. Paul Rubens as Pee Wee Herman really gave weird kids uh, permission to be weird, and people are like, wow, that's brilliant. Wow, Whew, that's a great. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's so tr- true. It's, it's so true. true. And, yeah, and and it was so brave. We're going to get into the story of, of how Pee-wee, the character, got invented mm. and how initially it didn't really work out very well for Paul Rubens, but he right. believed in Pee-wee he and sure he did. persevered just like Pee-wee would persevere if somebody stole his bike, <laughs> you <laughs> totally, know? Totally, And I really admire, like for Paul Rubens, because he, he was trying to be an, an actor and a stand-up. He wanted to be a he's performer a very, in Hollywood. He's a very good actor, and actually, His way to well. do it was to create... Pee-wee Herman and really push that. And people told him no. People were like, no, that's stupid. What are you doing? Yep. And he's like, yep. nope, this is amazing. This you just is don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and he for him to do that is so brave. And so I just really admire his courage and his determination. And that guy believed in himself. And that like that's really magical. There's I really admire that quality in people. And so that's yes. that's what I think of when I think of Paul Rubens. Yeah. I mean, you also think of the voice and the laugh. Yeah. Can you give us a little <laughs> Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> That's all I can. The iconic. I know you are, but what am I? I'm not do impressions. I really the iconic shouldn't. suit. I mean, what a look! Yeah, we'll get into yeah. that. The sure. dance, tequila, everyone. <laughs> the Pee Wee Herman dance. Oh, How many times at school did you do yeah. the Pee Wee Herman uh, tequila well, dance? The everyone. tequila <laughs> dance caused a controversy Ooh. at Corona del Sol High School oh in God. the 1980s. <laughs> wow. And it is still being felt in the marching band community to this day. <gasps> I'm going to talk about it. Okay, we'll get to that, uh-huh. everyone. Stay okay. tuned. Yeah. Uh, we've had Pee Wee Herman on our Google Doc of topics for a oh, very yeah. long time. Since like so almost the beginning, we, I think. Yeah. We've always known we would cover this topic but as Aaron said you know we we moved him up in the rotation given his recent passing but uh so this is our our tribute uh to Paul Rubens and I think we should kick it off Aaron with a little a little background let me give you just a little bit 
about sure. Paul Rubin's early life, which you may not okay. know much about. I, I didn't don't. Know I anything don't know much about, about that. Okay, no. like where okay. did he come from? Where is he, he feels from? like he just popped out of the out from... of the ground as Pee Wee Herman, and like what, how did this like, happen? He feels like he would be from the Midwest, like Wisconsin okay. or Minnesota or something like yeah. that. That's Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, you're wrong about that. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so Rubens was born Paul Rubenfeld. Okay, oh, he's I, Jewish. Uh, right? He dropped okay. the Feld, makes it a little less Jewish sounding, which is a bummer. I mean, uh, but it was a different time. Uh, uh-huh. In peak peak skill. Wait, peak skill is where Does is that where know... the facts of life? Yeah, <laughs> the facts of life. Does he know uh, Edna? Does he? Does he know Edna Garrett? Edna Garrett. The, it was Edna Garrett. Yeah. Oh my God. So Peekskill, New York, in 1952, he grew up, <laughs> as we said, Jewish family in Sarasota, Florida, where his parents, Judy and Milton, <laughs> love, Milton, love these Judy names, owned a lamp store. Aaron, huh. a lamp. His mother. You don't see a lot of lamp stores these days. Don't see a lot of lamp stores, lot of lamp stores <laughs> yeah. anymore, people. <laughs> no. His mother was a teacher. His father was a car salesman uh he his dad actually was also had been in the uh britain's royal air force for the u.s army in world war ii later became one of the founding pilots of the israeli air force during the 1948 arab israeli war so that's he was a pilot okay okay um so when when paul rubens was a child he mm-hmm. frequented, as you and I did, the Ringling mm. Brothers Barnum and Bailey oh Circus God. people, which we, we need should to do add an episode to the about the <laughs> Ringling <laughs> Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. Does it still exist? It, I, well, I don't if know it if does, it does. It's just barely hanging on. It's yeah, a, but when we time. went, our grandparents oh. would take Dr. Amy oh and I God. to the Veterans Memorial Coliseum oh. in Phoenix every year, I and we would see the loved. Ring- the it was circus. amazing. It was amazing. I mean, the trapeze people. Oh, my God. Like the the balancing... Bam, yep. beam people, yep. the elephants, all of the whole schmear. It was <laughs> all right. Fantastic. We'll save that anyway. for another time. Yeah. Um, yes. So he, so their winter headquarters were in Sarasota, so he got oh. to see them all the time. He was like okay. right there, front and center. It's like, it's like if you live across the street from Disneyland. <laughs> totally. Right? Okay. So the circus, the whole atmosphere of the circus, really sparked his interest in uh-huh. entertainment. He's like, wow, well, check out all the vibe here and the lights look and at the Pee-wee's music Playhouse. and the action. It Bit of is a circus, a circus everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it really did influence his later work. And he also loved watching old reruns again, like you and I, Aaron. What? I, I Love Lucy. You and oh I watched God. the hell out of I Love He's Lucy. us, Dr. Amy Paul <laughs> Rubens is every one of us. Why did we not create an iconic character that would last for all time? I don't know. Because well, um, we, we had bills to pay, I guess. I don't know. So, you know, yeah, exactly. So in watching I Love Lucy and and enjoying, you know, and laughing so much and how funny, you know, Lucille Ball was, he, it made him want to make people laugh. So mm. when he was five years old, he asked his father to build him a stage where wow. he and his siblings would act out plays. How cute oh, is that? Fun. I bet they were great. 
he really wanted to go to a performing arts school. So, he, but he got yeah. rejected by the the biggies. Yeah. He got rejected by Juilliard, Juilliard. and yeah. Carnegie Mellon. But he, he did get accepted into the uh, California Institute of the Arts. Okay, Ooh, that's, that's a pretty good, good well, one California is where you want to be anyway. That's if you're pretty a much performer. where you want to be if yeah. you're going to get into entertainment, people. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So he moves to California. He works in restaurant kitchens, and he works. Imagine. Paul Ru- young Paul Rubens as a fuller brush salesman, like door-to-door salesman. <laughs> Did he do <laughs> like, it in peewee character? That's what I want to... <laughs> I hope so. These brushes so. will clean your floor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. But then no he, more does, he does okay. start to get into some, you know, some actual uh, entertainment uh, stuff, Aaron. Uh, what were yeah, some of yeah. his er- early things? I've got some notes on that here. This We're talking about the time period of, like, you know, like the early seventies. Yep. And yep. he he guest appeared on a bunch of shows, and I've actually I saw recently, uh, you know, a bunch of interview old interviews of Paul Rubens on all the talk shows have been kind of popping up uh, since yep. his death. And one of them, he talked about he was on the Gong Show a whole bunch of times, fourteen <laughs> uh, appearances on the Gong Show, oh which was gosh. like a oh. it was wow. like a variety show in the seventies. And then he w- joined the Groundlings, which is one of the probably the second most famous improv troupe behind Second City. It's the L.A. based uh-huh. big improv troupe. He was with that for six years. And guess who was one of his best friends and collaborators when he was in the Groundlings during that time? Dr. Amy. Tell me. Tell me. Just tell me. Phil Hartman. None oh. other than oh. Saturday Night also Live. Also Great, greatest Bill Clinton impersonator oh of all God. time. Yeah, Phil Hartman, a, comedy such genius. Such a talent, R. comedy genius. Yep. yep, yep. And then it was in the Groundlings where Pee Wee Herman, with, I must say, with help from Phil Hartman, he started coming up with the idea of a man who wanted to be a comic, but he was so bad at telling jokes <laughs> that it was obvious to the audience <laughs> that he would never make it. And that was kind Aww, of his okay. shtick. And that okay. it was kind of the seed that grew into Pee Wee Herman. To Pee Wee, okay. He got the idea for the name for the character from a harmonica that was made by the brand Pee Wee. It was a little harmonica <laughs> he had with his kid. Okay. okay. And then the name Herman was the last name of a crazy kid that Rubens knew when he was he was a kid. <laughs> And then okay. the director, the director and founder of the Groundlings, a guy named Gary Austin handed down a gray suit to Paul Rubens, a suit that did not fit him. Oh, clearly. (laughs) It was too small. (laughs) It did not fit him. We'll get into the uh, fashion uh, impact of that too small suit later. (laughs) He tried on the gray suit with a red bow tie, and the rest is history. Oh, people. And it wasn't long before he had... He started his own. He started, he started to put this into a, an act. To you know, it was kind a thing. of formalize yeah. this as a thing, people. So yeah. before we get you know into him doing his own thing with it, he really, of course, as any you know comedic actor you know dreams of, he wanted to be on Saturday Night Live, didn't yes. we all, Aaron? I know Aaron I d- did. I still, I'm holding still. out hope that maybe <laughs> you know. Um, so he auditioned for Saturday Night Live in in 1980, 1981, that season on the 
same day as Gilbert Gottfried. Okay, uh, they both went in, and Rubens told the San Francisco uh, Chronicle that he believed that the fix was in uh-oh. because Gottfried was friends with one of the producers. Uh-oh. So Rubens actually was really kind of angry and bitter, and he, you know, he didn't get, yeah. you know, didn't make the cut, and Gilbert Gottfried did. So well, he's he like, probably t- thought at that point that his career was over. You know, yeah. he probably thought he would never hit the big time you know because a shot like that you only get one shot like that on saturday night live that's right and so he he channeled that you know kind of inner rage about how that all went down into like no i'm gonna make this happen on my own so he borrows money he starts his own show in la using the character yeah like a a stage show yeah yeah Yeah. Um, and so that develops into this Pee Wee Herman thing. So he takes it to the Roxy Theater. It's the Pee Wee Herman show. It ran for five sellout months. It really wow. did well. It was a he hit. He did. And then, mm-hmm. so this is what's kind of interesting. He did midnight shows for adults and weekly matinees for children. That so is the, also kinda, the magic of Pee Wee. It, it's magic because it's he really has the ability, the ability to shift it and make it work for both of those audiences. Yeah. And he very, we'll talk later about how conscientious he was about the children's oh, yeah. audience. Oh, he took um, that very seriously, like being he, able to be yeah. to connect with kids. Yeah, he could mm. make, but he could really, you know, make it fun for adults too. I mean, as for we sure. know. Oh, yeah. um, and then HBO actually was the first network to be interested in him. So they oh, aired cool. the Pee Wee Herman show, the very first one, not oh. the one that we're familiar with later like, in 1981. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. then he also in 1980 was in Cheech and Chong's next movie. Was I the remember name of the movie. that. Yes. Okay. And then he was in a couple of their movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In 81, uh-huh. he was in Cheech and Chong's Nice Dream. So yep. again, adult audiences here, right? He was not Pee Wee in those. I, we right, should point right, 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 right. He, was, he, yeah, he, he acted in them. Yeah. And so in the end credits of the film, he was billed as Hamburger Dude. That was his, that was <laughs> yes. his uh, character. So his, uh, his act, uh, mainly positive reactions. It quickly acquired a group of fans, but definitely was described as being bizarre. Uh, uh-huh. Rubens was described as the weirdest comedian around. Sure. And people <laughs> reacted to Pee Wee, you know, by feeling like it was corny, but also hip and retro yeah. and avant-garde. Yeah. And oh, all kinds of conflicting unique. things that you can't yeah. really put, put no, a, put a finger on. When you first see Pee Wee Herman <laughs> with the voice and the laugh and the suit, you're like, how am I supposed to feel how about do, this? I don't know how to you feel know? about this. It's like, is it, should I but be you can't creeped look out? Away. Or should, yeah. is he an adult? Is he a child? Is he a what yeah, is exactly. he? <laughs> yeah. So his fame starts growing. He kept his real name under wraps. He made all of his wow. public appearances and interviews in character. He he was just Man. out there as Pee Wee Herman people walking down the street, riding the bike. He was yeah. Pee Wee. He was not All Paul Rubens. Every Paul day. Rubens was Paul gone. Rubens went away. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's oh, a lot of man. dedication. I can't. Yep. Im- that must have been tiring at times. I'm sure. I mean, one, yes. one would think that's a, so a lot of energy going into that one. So he has this like rejection at Saturday Night Live. He uh-huh. he just doubles down and he's like, screw it. I believe in this. And he puts it out there. He starts to get some success. And then Dr. Amy in oh, 1985. Oh, baby. He teams up with Tim Burton, oh. film director Tim Burton. 
Oh my god! And they Brilliant. actually like had a Caring. whole different movie. We might get into this a little bit yeah. later, but they had they had a whole script for a Pee Wee movie that they ended up just scrapping because Scrap. it didn't really work. Yeah, and they went with this this cross country adventure to locate Pee Wee's bicycle. That was the entire plot of the movie. Well, the other thing, and, Aaron, was that the studio wanted it to at first wanted it to be an animated movie. Yeah, it's, and, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. Paul Rubens is like, uh, no, that's not yeah. <laughs> that's not <Yeah>. the thing. <laughs> but the movie, the movie came out in 1985, a great year for movies. 1985. Oh, what a year! What a year! I think so. Yeah. I believe so. It was a massive overnight sensation. It was a surprise hit, and the character really reached a much broader global audience and and, uh, it was a big success um so yeah it was it was tim burton who was the director at that point he'd only done a couple of movies he'd done frank and weenie in 1984 Uh the film tells the story if you haven't seen it for god's sake people get yourself go out and see the movie today (laughs) yeah it holds up i guarantee you it holds up it is it's one of the funniest movies of all time it really is Uh, It tells the story of Pee Wee Herman embarking on a nationwide adventure in search of his stolen bicycle. Uh, It had a $7 million budget, and it made $41 million uh, in theaters. Wow. It had kind of mixed reviews. Critically, when it came out, it was not exactly a critical success. It had mixed reviews. But that's because those old fuddy-duddy reviewers, Dr. Amy, they didn't get get it. it. They didn't get it. Exactly. And it is definitely, uh, it it's has a cult survived classic for sure. A cult classic. Dr. Amy, what are your memories of Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Do you remember well, when you first oh saw it? Oh my gosh, I do. I, do, I don't remember the context of where it probably was at day camp with you could have been. my yeah. guess maybe you were there uh, yeah i probably been. yeah we were probably sitting there in the in the little yeah. uh, gymnasium with i would not AD have card. been sitting anywhere near you <laughs> no oh yeah. my god we i was with the opposite older, kids. older with cool kids cool kids yeah. in the back yeah. i was probably in the front row taking notes you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> copious notes mm-hmm. <laughs> um so uh, yeah i just i remember definitely the opening sequence as you said aaron first he's like it's a dream sequence where he yeah. he wins the tour de france on his bicycle <laughs> as i recall yes. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. and he wakes up and he's all happy and um uh-huh. just all the funny like his toothbrush is like 52 sizes too big for his mouth <laughs> yeah. and like all uh-huh. this crazy stuff that just like just that opening sequence of the morning routine and the breakfast and all the crazy things that uh-huh. the contraptions and you know all of that um definitely large marge the truck large driver Mar- stands Tell him large out. marge sent you <laughs> That scared the shit out of me. Definitely (laughs) the biker, you know, the bikers and the the bar bar. and the dancing scene and all of that. I mean, wow, (laughs) it was so good. He knocked over all of their motorcycles. Do you remember that? Yeah. He he was leaving the bar and he knocked over all their motorcycles and they drug him into the bar to beat the hell out of him. (laughs) And he won their admiration 
by doing the tequila dance on top oh, of the bar. And on then top of the bar, they gave people? him, remember they, they gave him a leather jacket and a motorcycle yeah. <laughs> and sent him on his way because he was such a good dancer. Yes, yes. And from then on at school, we were doing that Pee Wee Herman oh, dance for, thing, for many months and maybe years. I still do it occasionally. I still uh, sure. bust out with it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, great. Um, great film. Do you remember what he ended up having for breakfast in the opening sequence, Dr. Amy? <laughs> yes. Well, he's got a he's got a plate of like pancake. Remember the yeah. pancakes get there was flipped a smiley up face onto the pa- ceiling, pancake. yeah, and then like with yeah. eggs, and it was a smiley yeah. face. And then he asks the pancakes if they want <laughs> cereal or something. Yeah. Yeah. And people, it's Mr. T cereal. Mr. T cereal. And he, and he and, says, but he pours it. Fool. <laughs> then he pours the cereal not in a bowl with milk but all over the plate with the pancakes he yeah. eats it with a fork and it's yeah. just wild it's wild it's amazing it uh. is amazing i remember of course that crazy red bike with the headlight and the fenders oh and my god it looked like it was bicycle. from like the 40s or something i we'll mean talk about Dr. the bicycle Amy, later uh-huh. i am I'm a sucker for any movie that prominently features bicycles. Of and course. this is maybe number one on that list. Yep. And then do you remember when Pee Wee, after his breakfast, he goes for a bike ride to go to town yep. and yep. he engages in an increasingly ridiculous series of bike stunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's riding like on his stomach and he's like, you know, yeah. sitting side saddle and he's like, <laughs> he's doing all this and he ends up crashing. Uh-huh. In front of a bunch of kids, and he gets up yep. and he says, "I meant to do that." And that was another <laughs> that was another yeah. tagline catchphrase. Yeah, yep, catchphrase. Absolutely. In oh, I gotta I gotta bring some of this back into my daily life. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when Pee Wee uh, was talking to his friend on the phone, and he had to prove that he was in Texas? No. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. And what he did he it. He was at a payphone, and he <laughs> okay. said, "I'll prove it to you." And he said. The stars at night are big and bright. And then everyone all around him went <laughs> deep in the heart of Texas. Uh, Texas. <laughs> That's right. That's and then hilarious. the end, uh, I also, the tequila scene, of course. And then yes. the uh, the movie within a movie at the end. Remember when they got, I think it was James Brolin starred as Pee Wee. Remember they, they, they had <laughs> oh, made yeah. a movie. Yes. And, and Pee Wee was in it. He was like the bellhop at the hotel and he <laughs> looked really weird. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that was such a uh, nice touch. I mean, a lot uh, of credit goes to Tim Burton, obviously, for all of this. His fingerprints are all over yep. this weird movie, too. And it, you know? and it was Paul Rubens who insisted upon Tim Burton. It's like, yes. I got to have this guy. And what a pairing. I mean, wow. <laughs> I got to tell you, Dr. Dr. Amy. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the uh, about Pee Wee's Playhouse, which came soon yeah, after the right success. After. But before sure. we get to that, I got to tell you this story okay. about how the tequila song became a huge controversy <laughs> at Corona del Sol High School in okay. Tempe, Arizona, in 1980. This would have been 1988, I believe, 87 or 88. I went to okay. Corona del Sol High School. I was in the marching band. And one of the songs that we learned was tequila, you know, and like at the end of that song, you say tequila, you shout tequila, right? It's classic. So we were doing that 
And we got the whole student body. This is during the football games. You know, we got all the whole student body shouting tequila. And I guess some parent complained or something. I don't know. And the word came down that we were no longer allowed to shout tequila. We could still play the song, but we weren't allowed to shout tequila. Instead, we were to shout Corona. And all of us universally, our response was, but yeah, that's still no. alcohol. Ah! <laughs> right. 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 I mean, our school was Corona, but so was a very popular beer right. at the time. And like, what oh the hell? Oh, my God. That's our school's hilarious. named after beer, and you're telling us we can't say tequila <laughs> during the Pee Wee Herman song. Get out of here with your nonsense. Oh, boy. Oh, okay, boy. So on the, the very next, the very next year... After Pee-wee's Big Adventure came up, uh, Paul Rubin signed up with CBS to do Pee-wee's Playhouse the very next year. Uh-huh. He was riding yes. riding that wave of fame, uh, yep. and he they gave him carte blanche and a lot of money. Uh, $325,000 per episode was the budget. That's That was huge for like a show like that, you know? Uh, a live-action uh-huh. children's program. Yeah, that's and they a gave lot. him Is full that, yeah? power to get whoever he wanted. He was the producer. He was the director. He did whatever he wanted. Uh, the opening credits of the show, I don't know if you remember, Dr. Amy, mm-hmm. they were sung by a familiar voice. Mm. Cindy Lauper sang the oh. opening <laughs> of Pee-wee's wow. Playhouse. Wow, you know, Cindy was doing all kinds of stuff. I remember in our uh, Muscle Madness episode, she was also doing the, yeah, the wrestling, the, uh, yeah. wrestling <laughs> yeah. uh, manager mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's a little, she's Cindy a little all over the place. was busy. Uh-huh. Yeah, she knew what she she knew what she wanted to be involved with, and Pee Wee's Playhouse was one of them. So I, this show, Amy, of course I've seen it. I will say I was maybe a little, little bit old. too yeah. old yep. for Pee Wee's Playhouse, but I do remember it just because it was so weird and it had talking furniture and oh, like just it, the all set of the pieces inanimate were objects were important yes. characters in the show. Like I love that. It, it was really cool, and it had this feeling like, you know, it was it was educational to a degree. It was entertaining, definitely. It was artistic, like we said earlier, for both children and adults. Yeah, it felt kind of retro, like totally. you know, like the Mickey Mouse Club or Howdy Doody or something like that. You know, yep. But yep. it also felt kind of edgy and like Fresh. new and yeah, yeah. You know, it was totally. just really. Really, really, like Paul Rubens himself, it was just totally unique. Paul Rubens was always conscious, like you said earlier, Dr. Amy, of trying to make Pee Wee a positive role model. And so he really was conscious about making, uh, you know, a morality central to Pee Wee's Playhouse and teaching yep. children ethics. Um, he liked that the show, he wanted the show to be fast paced and colorful. He didn't want to talk down to the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted also the parents to like Pee Wee's Playhouse, and they certainly did. The show ran, it started in September of 1986, and it ran until November of 1990, so a little over okay. four years. That's a good he had run. originally, they had talked about doing more. CBS wanted him to keep going, but sure. he reached a point, Dr. Amy, in 1990 where I think he was finally he done yeah. playing Pee Wee Herman. He, I mean, he had been playing Pee Wee Herman, not just in these different shows and different acting things, but 
like in his life, he just yeah, out in society. He never Wee went on a talk show as Paul Rubens during <laughs> right, this time. Never. Right. You know, he was always Pee Wee Herman, twenty four hours a day. He wore that suit that didn't fit him every day. <laughs> And finally, in 1990, oh, I think God. he said, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I've taken this as far as it can go. I'm done. And CBS, they tried to talk him out of it, but he said he was I leaving. I mean, that's the way to go out. You want to go out on oh, top, yeah. right? So, you know, a lot of people drag stuff out and it's like, you know, past its prime. And he was not doing that. That's uh, that's pretty smart, I think. Over its over its run of four years, Dr. Amy, Pee-wee's Playhouse won 22 Emmy Awards. How about that? Ooh. Yes. Wow. Good stuff. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, I love Pee-wee's Playhouse. So, mm-hmm. so, so wild, so fun, so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of fun, Aaron, you know that Ooh, I have to time? always is insert time for Dr. Amy's fun, fun facts? facts? Aaron, can we work on a fun facts segment like a jingle? jingle? Yes, you know? we should have one of those. Let's really oh, yeah, get totally. going on that. We're in a yeah. episode 104 or something. Like, let's I'm a get with it, person. people. I you can are a musical something person. Out. Sure. Okay, people, fun facts. You're going to love these. Um, okay. Pee Wee, okay, um, actually got the girl on something that you may recall <laughs> a program called The Dating Game. Remember the I've Dating heard, Game? I've heard people? him tell this story. This is oh, amazing. Oh, my God. So yeah. this is in 1979. He's already developed the Pee Wee Herman character. Paul He's Herman on the says, dating right? game but as Pee Wee. As, as Pee Wee, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he actually is on it three times in character yeah. as Pee Wee. Uh-huh. They loved him so much they kept bringing him back. <laughs> sure. um, so he had done an interview um, where he had described that it was a little test experiment that he was kind of doing. So he went on okay. this cattle call audition for the dating game. And before he even got home, they'd already called him. They were like, yes, we want yeah, you on this in. show. Yes. And uh, on one of the many occasions that he was on the dating game, he actually got the, the date. With the <laughs> Who was girl. the girl that picked Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> I want to know more about this young lady. And did they actually go out on a date? I want to know how that went. uh, Ma'am, wherever you are, you're you know you're probably a little older uh, gal. Um, Give us a call. Give it. Sure. um, Sure. Reach out on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Sure. Um, So Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Aaron. His concept was he he loved. Do you remember Pollyanna? Kind of. Yeah. Pollyanna. Pollyanna was the young girl who. Did everything right and was moral yeah. and just and true and yeah, yes. and, I yeah. loved Pollyanna actually as you a did? child. It was a okay. good, yeah, it was good. Anyway, he loved Pollyanna. Paul Rubens. He wanted Pee Wee's okay. Big Adventure to be sort of a remake of Pollyanna. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so the original concept behind it, he took a lot of the storyline from that classic film, mm-hmm. and he kind of creates Pee Wee. As a Pollyanna type, okay? okay. Um, that kind of got scrapped. They were like, no, nah, yeah. that doesn't really work to do it's a not, remake of Pollyanna. It doesn't exactly sound like Tim Burton's speed either. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so instead, they came up with the stolen bike road trip idea, which Much obviously Much was a great, a great, yeah. great plan. Speaking of the bike, Aaron, I can't you love believe that this. iconic bike, okay? I saw this. I cannot believe this fun fact. <laughs> I, this People. makes me want to scrounge up as much money as i can find <laughs> in 2014 the mm-hmm. an, an original bike that was used in peewee's big adventure because i'm sure they had multiple right sure well they crashed them a couple times and there were some, yeah. <laughs> some incidents yeah. or some crashes yeah. 
went mm-hmm. up for auction on eBay, okay? The uh-huh. seller was hoping to get 15000 Like, that would be that pretty good for an iconic prop. Way That's too low. Um, people, it ended up selling for 36500 United States American dollars. That's still dollars. too low. That's, I guarantee <laughs> you that thing, if the, that was 2014, if they oh. sold that now, they would get a lot, lot, lot well, more than that. Now that Paul yes. Rubens has passed, it's probably even yeah. more valuable. Probably. Okay. Man, I wish I had. Um, if I had that bike, you know what I would do with it, Dr. Amy? What would I you would do with it? I would ride it. Oh, you ride it for like a while. You need to wear your Air Jordans and ride the Pee Wee bicycle. This My is red a Air life Jordans lesson. would totally match, too. Yes. Yeah, it would totally match. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, speaking of the Playhouse, um, uh-huh. there were so many soon to be stars that you know were invited into the Playhouse and shared oh, yeah. the experience with Pee Wee. Um, so of course you talked about Phil Hartman, Natasha yep, Leone, Lawrence mm-hmm. Fishburne. You remember Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne in the Playhouse? There, yeah. uh-huh. Jimmy Smits was on in the Playhouse. So wow. lots of people kind of got their start there. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was 28 years before another film uh, came about. So that was Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Did you see Pee Wee's Big Holiday? Or, I did not. There was there was though, Doctor Amy. There was another sequel. Two mm. years after Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big Top Pee Wee. It was big a circus. We talked about how he was influenced he by the, the Ringling Brothers. Yeah. Big yep. Top Pee Wee came out in 1988. And then okay. I actually, I had heard about this Netflix movie, Pee Wee's mm. Big Holiday, but I haven't seen it. Not yet. Okay, I think I, not I think yet. We should. So Maybe people, this is homework. This is homework. Yeah. In 2016, yeah. Netflix releases Pee Wee's Big Holiday, his mm-hmm. first film in 28 years. They, wow. Uh, Netflix summarized the plot as follows. A chance encounter with a mysterious stranger points Pee-wee toward his destiny and his first ever holiday. Okay, well, that people? Sounds great. That sounds that pretty fun. Sounds wonderful. Now, sounds there are okay. there are a couple of things that aren't so fun in the story of Paul Rubin's life. Yeah. And I think y'all know, but we just probably should mention them if we're gonna talk about uh, Paul yeah. Rubens. Well, um, for some people, of... it's probably like one of the first things yeah, they think of is because if yeah, if you're he, not, he got in trouble he, with law enforcement in, oh, yeah, a couple of times. Trouble. A couple of times. Yeah. So the first major one being in 1991, he was arrested in Sarasota, Florida, for indecent exposure while watching mm-hmm. a film in a particular kind of theater, not the regular a pornographic kind of film theater. I'll okay. say. Okay. And Which is so, like, I mean, what do you expect? Like, people are going to go to the, if yeah, you have one of those, people are going to go the, to it. I don't understand. That's kind of what's probably yeah. going to happen there. So it was an unexpected right. police inspection. A detective mm-hmm. detained Rubens along with three others as he was preparing to leave. So which kind of makes you feel like, you know, they're... Yeah. It might have been a bit of a setup or they're kind of gunning for him for some reason. Who knows? So that arrest was was really widely covered all over over the the media. I mean, Pee Wee was still very, very popular. Very popular. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Toys R Us removed Pee Wee toys from its stores and 
all of that. But there, you know, so there was a lot of negative publicity for him at the time. But many, yeah. many, many artists who knew him really spoke out on his behalf. Cindy Lauper, Annette Funicello, Jean Jean Gabor, um, you know, they voiced support. He didn't do interviews or talk shows, um, you know, talking about this, but he did appear mm-hmm. as Pee Wee at the 91, this is the same year. MTV mm-hmm. Video Music Awards on oh, September yeah. 5th. And do you remember, remember that, his yeah. iconic line? He uh-uh. says, heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> uh, and he received a standing ovation. So everybody <laughs> loves Pee Wee. I mean, come on, people. And give him a hard time about these things. Um, we did have, a, uh, this was maybe a little more serious incident in 2002. So police uh-huh. raided his home. They were acting on a tip from a witness in a pornography case against actor Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey who was- Jones. Who's Jeffrey Jones? The, he's the, the he's evil the principal he's the in Ferris principal Bueller's Day Off. In Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off. Who turned out to be um, even creepier in real life. Ugh, I don't know if he's still he in prison, but he was in prison a for a while. Yeah, yeah, he's a real legit creep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they did find like 70,000 items of like kitsch memorabilia. Yeah. Okay, a couple of grainy mm-hmm. videotapes, some photographs, and... They the the city attorney's office characterized it as child pornography, but uh-huh. it really wasn't that. Um, so his personal representative at the time described the item. They said this is totally inaccurate description of this stuff. Uh-huh. The objects were Rob Lowe's sex tape and some thirty to a hundred year old kitsch collectible images, like a whole bunch yeah. of stuff that then you know whatever. Um, and, they, and they weren't children or anything either. At least that's what right. Paul Rubens and his people said. It wasn't right. like he didn't have like a whole bunch of like child pornography like Correct. Jeffrey Jones did. Correct. You know, he didn't he didn't have it wasn't like that kind of a situation at all. Yes. So and it was a misdemeanor charge. So, you know, it wasn't anything yeah. really they bad. Didn't there were no bring felony any, charges. Yeah. And so, he know, really whatever. hated that people then may have associated him with, uh, you know, yeah. pedophilia or any of that. He really right. spoke out to say that is absolutely you can think anything you want about me as long as you don't think that because I am not that. Um, right. And he did. Anyway. He did do a lot, actually, of acting and other stuff. Aaron, tell oh, us yeah, about no, some he, of his other thing. He was well, popping up two- everywhere. There were two more Pee Wee movies, as we mentioned. Yep. Big Top Pee Wee came out in 1988, and then Pee Wee's Big Holiday in 2016. He was on a bunch of TV shows. He had yep. recurring roles on Murphy Brown. Oh, that was uh, Tina Fe- Tina Fey created a role just for him on 30 Rock. Uh-huh. He was on Portlandia, The Blacklist. Uh-huh. Tim and Eric Awesome Show, great job. That I don't know if you've... That is a very weird show, Dr. Amy, that you should check out. <laughs> I bet your son believe- Will knows about it. Probably. I believe <laughs> yeah. he won an Emmy for his role on Murphy Brown. Like it was, yes, he, he did w- he several w- episodes. Yeah. It was a whole uh-huh. thing. He had a recurring er- character on Murphy Brown. Uh, a lot of people know him in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where he uh-huh. has some classic scenes in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was in, Tim Burton put him in a couple of movies, including sure. The Nightmare Before Christmas and Batman Returns. He was in Matilda, uh-huh. he was in Blow, and he was in mystery man uh so he did he had a ton of work even after his his very infamous arrest in the early 90s he he eventually got back and he kind of he didn't do peewee for a long time but he did a bunch of other things yes Uh, he is a very good actor oh yeah no he did did dramatic roles yeah 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 totally 
Uh, Pee-wee, the character, was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1989. And in 2007, TV Guide named Pee-wee's Playhouse as one of the top 10 TV cult classics of all time. Okay. Uh, There are a whole bunch of children's television people that cite Pee Wee Herman as an inspiration, mm. including including Steve Burns of Blue's Clues and oh, Steven yeah. Hillenburg, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, which okay. that makes a lot of sense. That checks right? out. Yep. Um, as we said, Paul Rubens died a few weeks ago, July 30th, at the age of 70. He had cancer and he'd had it for a while, six years, as a matter of fact, mm. uh, since he'd had his diagnosis, but he didn't make it public. He died in L.A. at Cedar Sinai Medical Center. And after his death, they released a statement. His his people are he. I think he wrote this before he right. died. Yeah. He said, "Please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six years. I have always felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you." Aww. So that's the last wow message there. A lot of people had a lot of things to say. Tim mm-hmm. Burton said, "I am shocked and saddened." I'll never forget how Paul helped me at the beginning of my career, and it would not have happened without his support. Mm. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel said Paul Rubens was like no one else, a brilliant and original comedian who made kids and their parents laugh at the same mm. time. That's hard he to do. He never forgot a birthday. I'd heard that about him, that he liked to send yeah. birthday cards to people. Yes, And he yes. shared his genuine delight for silliness with everyone he met. My family and I will miss him. Uh, Sarah Gilbert called Paul Rubens, quote, the kindest and most generous of spirits. You always made me feel so loved and special. I hope to be half the friend you were. So obviously a guy that touched a lot of people in their personal lives, as well as millions of people through his character of Pee Wee Herman and all of the brilliant uh, art that he's been involved with for decades. So yes, Paul I mean Rubens, after his death, social media just blew up with yeah, yeah. so many. Every single celebrity who'd ever had any interaction with him said the same kinds of things. He was the kindest, most generous, thoughtful mm-hmm. person, yeah. um, and really cared about others, and was a really good friend, and you know all those kinds of things. As a Mm-hmm. as a person and of course we all loved his art so thank you paul oh, yeah. rubens and peewee herman and our lives are better because we had peewee don't you think Aaron? maybe it's why well, you love bicycles so much and i love bicycles I- <laughs> and like i said earlier i paul rubens and peewee gave me permission to be weird yes. and the same for all my weird friends and thank you paul I, rubens for that yes i have to say mm. the fashion the the short tight uh, suit pants that became yeah. a fashion trend. Oh, I yeah. swear That's to like you, an when, actual thing. when yeah. my son was in high school, the boys when they would go to the <laughs> really? prom would wear these pants that were too tight and too short, uh, and it was totally pants. a peewee vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so his legacy lives on, and who knows Does in your how many son incarnations. Even know who peewee is? Probably not. I don't. Probably think not. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, people, sources for this episode, in addition to our own recollections, of course, Wikipedia, Mental Floss, and the New York Times, people. All right. That's it. Ooh. Paul Rubens, everybody. Yep. I don't we know what him. we're doing. Love him. Do we know what we're doing next? Oh, yeah, we do oh, know what we're doing. We're doing okay. some fun stuff, we're people. Gonna, it's can gonna we say be, we're going to get musical? It's going to be musical. Are we going to get musical? I think we we're just said sing. that. Is there going to be yep. singing? Is well, Dr. Amy going to belt out some tunes? Probably. Are you? I'm sure. Probably. So. 
<laughs> I'm sure you will. Oh, That's people. coming up next week on the uh, Latchkey well, Kids. Well, Aaron, in what? two weeks, you got to remember our oh new schedule, okay? Uh, it's really been screwing me up. Last oh, week, man. or two weeks ago, rather, I was late because <laughs> I was—I got the week screwed up. I didn't know what we're doing. Dr. Amy's oh, like, well, oh, do we have an episode today? Episode? What's going on in there, Buster? So I will get it together eventually. In two weeks, oh, we're going to yes. have a musical very fun. episode for you. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Until then, bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.